Thank you, Lord. Amen. Good sweetness of God's presence here this morning. good amen he's just good just soaking in his presence this morning huh well i don't know what's going on with this it's not dan's fault so (laughs) i'll get in the right maybe i'm supposed to be closer well today we're gonna we're gonna continue on the gifts of the spirit um it kind of worked out just right that the the youth went out this weekend and kind of practiced this one uh, today we're going to look at the Word of Knowledge. So if you want to, if you don't have notes, you need a bulletin and notes. If you don't have notes, raise your hand and Ashley will get you notes. Um, in this study, you'll need to get a bulletin. I know some of you think you don't need it, but this for this study, there are notes for it. So uh, it, it can be helpful to you. Um, Before we jump into this gift, we've been going through the gifts, and as I look out, we're mostly, this is family, you know, most of us are uh, pretty regular here at church, we've been here more than once, so there's no first-time guests, uh, but we've been going through the gifts of the Spirit, and one of the things that's on, that was on my heart as I began to study this again and, and try to say, I want some, you know, get something fresh because uh, I, I have taught this before. When I first became the pastor, uh, I taught this on a Wednesday night, the first year, 2007. And so I didn't want to just regurgitate the same things I had then, although a lot of it was actually good. I went back and go, man, I, I must have been hearing something from God. This is this is pretty good stuff. Um, it's not bragging. It's just saying I was, you know, I was hearing the Lord. That was awesome. So that was great confirm- encouragement uh, to say it wasn't that bad the first year I was the pastor for y'all. So uh, it may have been a little bit bad, but not that bad. Um, <laughs> but as I was you know, studying this, one of the things about the gifts is if you've grown up in a spirit-filled circle, is you, you may have heard this phrase, uh, we have a guest speaker and he really operates in the gifts. You ever heard that? Okay. And you know, as I began to think about that, that's one of the problems with the church, is that only the guest speakers are doing it. (laughs) When the gifts of the Spirit were not meant to be some show that some special guy from Africa brings, or some special guy from some other state brings, or he comes in. And again, I want those people to come, and you want them to operate in their giftings. Absolutely. I'm not, there's nothing against that. The point is, if that's all we're seeing of the gifts, we're missing out. Because in 1 Corinthians 12, it says, look, this is for everybody. And so, I'm going to keep encouraging you to say, this is for you. If you've never seen one of these gifts operating in your life, then you need to say, Holy Spirit, I, I need this to move through me. I need you to open my eyes, remove my fear, remove my, you know, remove the chicken line, whatever, you know, remove, you know, give me boldness, because the Holy Spirit is manifesting Himself all the time. 
He is moving. God is at work. It says in John chapter 5, I believe, uh, Jesus says, My Father's always at work. So God's always doing something. It's a matter of us saying, I want to be a part. And when you ask Him, it's amazing. Young people, they pray, and God, God shows them some stuff. And He stretches them a little bit this time and says, It's not going to be as easy as last time. I'm going to send you some places, and there's going to be nobody there. Maybe that was God. Maybe He just wanted them to go there and say, I just wanted to see if you hear my, obey me. I wanted to see if you'd step out. I don't know. But the Holy Spirit is manifesting Himself. So I encourage you, some of these gifts, I look at them and go, we only use a few of them and every once in a while. And it says that the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. In other words, this is meant to be a blessing wherever we are, that the Holy Spirit is at work. So I encourage you, I encourage you to tap into the presence and power of the Holy Spirit that's already in you. If you've never been baptized in the Holy Spirit, I encourage you, that's what unlocks the gifts in you. You need the baptism of the Holy Spirit in your life. You need to be filled with power, endued with power from on high. You know, and some of us, man, if you listen to a testimony from Ronnie or Greg or Miss Dorothy, and some people have been around who grew up in, in seeing God move in power in some of the renewals in the 50s or the 70s where the Holy Spirit was really moving. Some of us who are younger, man, we need an encounter with God that changes our lives. You know, I was at, uh, we're, we're off the cuff now, okay? Um, <laughs> I was at Victory Christian Center, my, the church my dad's a part of in Houston, Foursquare Church, um, large church, and they've seen just God do an amazing renewal. Um, their pastor went to Toronto in 1993, probably, when the Toronto revival broke out, and there was all kinds of stuff going on with that. Didn't tell his church, didn't tell him anything. Just, just went, was just hungry for God, was saying, God, I need you to, I need you to touch me. I, I need something more. I'm, I'm, I, need, I need to be, I need, uh, I'm dry. And so he went up there and there was some interesting stuff going on. He tells the story that, that he was not necessarily comfortable with everything that was going on because the Holy Spirit will sometimes make you uncomfortable. Again, not everything that's uncomfortable is the Holy Spirit, not saying that, but there's sometimes where he makes us uncomfortable. Something happens and it's out of my comfort zone, it, whatever that may be. And so there were things going on that made him uncomfortable. And finally, God just got a hold of him. And like he was on the ground for hours and just could not move a muscle. I remember him telling, telling this story. Okay, and there was, then he came back to his church, didn't tell him anything. They didn't know he was gone. He, he didn't. You know, he, it was kind of like where people were choosing whether this was God or not at the time. You know, when a revival breaks out, everybody starts judging. No, that's not God. Yes, that is God, you know, and start arguing. And, you know, there's, in any revival, when, it, when God, ever God's moving, there's always three things going on. There's the activity of the Holy Spirit. There's the activity of the flesh. And there's the activity of demons. Because those things are going on. You know, there's people that are just doing their thing and that's just them. And there's... Demons that want to go in and mess around when the Holy Spirit's met doing stuff. They want to get people off track and get them distracted. So there were those things going on. Anyway, he didn't tell his church, didn't say anything. Came back the next Sunday. He just started to preach and he said one word. Boom, just everybody began to laugh like crazy and fall out of their chairs all over the building. Didn't tell them anything. Okay, it wasn't, he wasn't planned. It wasn't, he didn't tell them the testimony of what he had seen. Nothing. He just came back. 
after he'd been touched by God and there was a manifestation, there was a move of the spirit and they've been having renewal ever since. So they started, you know, at first they were having meetings every night, but they've gone to where they have Friday night renewal meetings. And again, there's stuff that goes on in those meetings. I think it's just flesh and it's a little bit uncomfortable. You know, there's some things going on, but you know what? The Holy Spirit, the presence and power of God is there. And the point of this story is this. We were there a couple Friday nights ago and... It was amazing to hear the stories of the people that encountered God in the leadership. Because what Pastor Tony did was he had to leave. He didn't get to preach that night. So he introduced and then walked out the door and said, my leaders are going to tell you how they encountered and met the Holy Spirit. And man, it was awesome to hear. There was two lady pastors and one was my dad that shared uh, about their encounter with the Holy Spirit. They are all different, but they were all powerful and life-changing. And so I encourage you, if you haven't met the Holy Spirit where He changes your life, you need to meet the Holy Spirit. You need to have Him fill you. That will change your life. It should be something where you go, I was never the same after that day. If it's not, then you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. It should be something that's undeniable, transforming your life. You are definitely different. That's an encounter with God. If not, you need, to, you need to get desperate for God and say, encounter me. I need you, God. If you're not willing to do that, there's no hope for this world. There's no hope for this city. There's no hope for this nation. There's no hope for this church. We are sold out to God. We can't make it unless the Holy Spirit comes. And He needs to stir us up. And so I'm going to calm down. <laughs> We, I mean, I'm preaching to myself too sometimes. You know, I'm just saying, stir up, God, stir up. And you have to sometimes be intentional. You know, I appreciate our youth leaders. They're being intentional. They're intentionally forcing themselves to ask God to show up. When was the last time you intentionally forced yourself to say, God, if you don't show up, nothing's going to happen? You know, we like our comfortable lives, don't we? We like it to just go through the week and everything happens the way we want it to happen. You know, and God says, hey, look, I'm, I'm stretching you to something more. The manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. Now, about spiritual gifts, brothers, I don't want you to be ignorant. You know that when you were pagan, somehow or other, you were influenced and led astray to mute idols. Therefore, I tell you that no one who's speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be cursed, and no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. Verse 4, there are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of workings, but the same God works all of them in all men. Now, to each one or to every one, say, that's me. Everybody say, that's me. Okay? I didn't hear everybody. <laughs> that's me. Okay. To each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one, there's given through the Spirit the message or the word of wisdom. To another, the message or the word of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one Spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits. And to another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And to still another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of the one and the same Spirit. And He gives them to each one 
just as he determines. It's important to remember the Holy Spirit is not a force. He's not a power. He is a person. Okay? You should, he's not an it. You should never call the Holy Spirit it. You don't say it came upon me. No, he's a person. He's personal. He has a desire. He has a will. He, he's not a force. He's not unfeeling. He's, not, he's a relational person. And so one of the gifts is the word of knowledge. Word of knowledge is that here's a definition that we've come up with it says the word of knowledge is a supernatural revelation through the Holy Spirit from the mind of God of facts, events or situations that you could never know on your own. They are given to release physical, emotional or spiritual healing, freedom or salvation. It can be a sign of what God intends to do, what God is doing or even what is preventing God from doing something or being at work in someone's life. So the difference between a word of knowledge and the word of wisdom, we talked about word of wisdom two weeks ago. Um, you know, word of wisdom more de- deals with, you know, kind of counsel and direction and, and insight into things. And word of knowledge is just more like facts and information, just stuff you didn't know before that God shows you. And so, you know, just as, for example, you know, Kennedy saw, you said you saw a picture of a tutu okay it was showing you something you didn't you didn't know was there and so that you had to find somebody that you know was there and they, they were there so that was something you didn't know and so that's what the word of knowledge is is revealing something that you didn't know supernaturally what is the purpose of a word of knowledge um, i mean most of us have seen it happen when someone is in a meeting and they say i feel like god wants to heal somebody with this issue in their in their back or whatever and look i know there's people that can just throw out stuff that's random i mean you could go out and say i think someone's having trouble with this but look most of the time i believe people are are sincere they're really sensing something from the lord and it's really for something specific and they say look that's a sign that god wants to do something in other words god gives that knowledge to someone else about what he intends to do why why does he do that to raise faith i think the word of knowledge is most of all the purpose of the word of knowledge is to raise faith is to lift the faith of someone that says you know if you're if you're struggling with something and someone else is told about it and said god wants to do this in somebody's life then you're immediately you're encouraged you know, when you walk up to someone and say, God showed me to you, and I'm here to pray for you, if you're in tune at all, you're going to, wait a second, wow, my faith is lifted. So I think the, one of the main purposes of the word of knowledge is to lift faith to receive what God has. Because God wants to do these things, and sometimes he says, look, the faith level just needs to be raised up in order for this stuff to be working. You know, there needs to be an atmosphere of faith. Uh, Jesus says, according to your faith, may it be done to you. There's over and over again, Jesus says that. You know, there's people that received it, received miracles and healing and all kinds of blessing because of their faith. Uh, Number two, the purpose is sometimes just to express God's desire and intent. In other words, here's what God's up to. And so a word of knowledge shows you, hey, God's up to something. God's wanting to do something right now. Number three, a word of knowledge is the purpose so someone experiences the goodness of God. You know, there's a revelation that, so that somebody else experiences the goodness of God. And sometimes a word of knowledge is, is key in helping bring a breakthrough in someone's life. In other words, if you're praying for somebody and God tells you, hey, there's something that happened to you when you were four years old and, you know, you need to forgive 
this person or you need to deal you need to let god touch your heart and heal you um that's a word of knowledge that's something you know you couldn't know on your own that god shows you to bring a breakthrough in that person's life so they can move forward with their life so that they can be who they're supposed to be so examples from the Bible, it's always good to see what's going on in the Bible, that how this worked in the Bible, make sure that we're not just making something up, right? Um, there's several examples in the Old Testament. Uh, Elisha has a couple different ones. Uh, the one I've put here um, is Elisha knowing the moves of the Aramean army. In other words, he was telling the king where they were going, and he didn't, you know, and so every time the army would move, you know, they would, you know, they would know they were there, and so they'd get away. In other words, it was a point of protection and escape for, for the people of God at that time. And it, it's so fun. It's a great story, because finally the Arameans going, how can we do anything? Because Elisha tells the king everything we're going to do. How does he know it? Well, it's revealed to him by the Holy Spirit. It's a, that's a word of knowledge. So, uh, Jesus. Here's one that I've got on the screen. Jesus did this several times, uh, when he was ministering to people, especially with the Pharisees, and it says, immediately Jesus knew in his spirit that this is what they were thinking in their hearts, and he said to them, why are you thinking these things? How did Jesus know their thoughts? He had a word of knowledge. Now, here's, I want to dispel something here that we think that Jesus knew these things because he was Jesus. That's not true. just want to get that effect in. <laughs> Jesus wasn't, didn't do anything because he was Jesus. In other words, he wasn't powerful because he was Jesus. He was powerful because he was filled with the Holy Spirit. Jesus was the example of living a spirit-filled life. He didn't know something because he was God. He knowed something because he allowed the Holy Spirit to fill him. It says Jesus emptied himself when he came to earth. There were some things he had to, become, to release in order to become a human being. And so while he was a human being, he says, look, I have to let the whole, I'm, I'm only doing what the Father tells me to do. He could only do what God was showing him. And so, you know, Jesus, when he was praying for the, this is the story where Jesus is praying for the guy that's let through the roof, you know. They let him through the roof and, and Jesus says, your sins are forgiven. And then everybody starts thinking in their heads, he can't forgive sins, he can't forgive sins. And then that's what Jesus says, hey, why are you thinking those things in your, in your, in your heart? And they're like, uh-oh. <laughs> you ever been around someone that knows what you're thinking? <laughs> I'm not talking about your spouse. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. <laughs> no, this is something supernatural. This is something the Holy Spirit reveals. Happens again in Matthew 9, 4. I think that's a different account of it. Uh, probably my most famous... Uh, one that I think of whenever I think of the word of knowledge is Jesus with the woman at the well in John chapter 4. You know, Jesus meets the woman at the well and they start having this conversation about water and living water. And then Jesus wants to accelerate. He's like, okay, we got to get something going here. And so what he says is he uses a word of wisdom right here in verse 16. says, go call your husband and come back. What is a word of wisdom? Sometimes it's asking the right question or saying the right thing to get, you know, to get God working in someone's life. So she said, I have no husband. She replied, and Jesus said to her, and he knows something about her without ever meeting her. So that's a word of knowledge. He says, you're right when you say you have no husband. In fact, the fact is you've had five husbands and the man you now have is not your husband. What you've said is quite true. 
So how did Jesus know that? Because he was Jesus? No, the Holy Spirit gave him a revelation of this woman's life. It was a word of knowledge. What happened in this woman's life? She got saved. She got saved, so the word of knowledge released salvation to her, and then it says she told everybody about Jesus and brought the whole town to him. That's pretty cool. That's kind of a, a good spiritual breakthrough right there. So there was a word of knowledge. Jesus knew what this woman's life was like. Um, Paul. It's not just, I want to make sure it's not just Jesus. So Acts 14 says this. This is Paul while he's preaching. It says, In Lystra there sat a man who was lame. He had never, he had been that way from birth and had never walked. He listened to Paul as he was speaking and Paul looked directly at him and saw that he had faith to be healed. How do you see faith? I mean, how do you, how do you see faith? That's got to be something that God reveals to you, right? So if it's something that you don't know that God reveals to you, Paul saw that he had faith, and then he said, hey, stand up on your feet, and at that, the man jumped up and began to walk. In other words, that's a perfect example of word and knowledge of healing. It was like basically God was showing him, look, this guy's ready to be healed right now. He just needs the word to say, stand up, boom. He releases the word and says, hey, boom, the guy stands up. So it released a miracle. It's the word of knowledge. Another one that's not so we might not look at it as so positive, is Peter in Acts 5 with Ananias and Sapphira. When Ananias and Sapphira sell the land, and they, they want to come and just say they're bringing all the money, but they don't really bring it all. And Ananias comes and Peter says, why are you lying to the Holy Spirit? <laughs> you know, how did Peter know that? Well, he had a word of knowledge. And was that a blessing for Ananias and Sapphira? No, but it was a blessing to the church. That was a blessing to the church because the church was protected from people who were trying to gain influence who were not godly. It was a point of protecting the church of God. I believe Ananias and Sapphira were intentionally trying to deceive and cause destruction in the early church. And God says we're not going to let that happen. And so there was a word of knowledge released. So there is a positive side to Ananias and Sapphira. Uh, It's not totally negative. So... So how do we get a word of knowledge? And I'm here, I'm the guy that I'm like, man, Lord, I don't, I don't, I don't operate in this gift. Or I, I'm asking the Lord, hey, I want, I want to try this, you know, so I'm, I'm relying on somebody else. I mean, some of us who are not the, the seer types, you know, when people say, I saw a picture, I saw a picture, I'm like, I saw a picture. <laughs> Sometimes I get tired of hearing you saying all the picture, you got a movie going on in your head or something, you know. Um, look, God communicates with us in different ways. And it's not all the same. This is from someone who's experienced. We've actually had them speak when my dad was here a long, long time ago. Uh, Bill and Carol do. And this is pretty general teaching on the word of knowledge, how you receive it. There's several ways uh, that you receive word of knowledge. Number one, you see a picture in your mind's eye. The example he gives is a woman saw a picture of another woman with a breathing problem swinging in a hammock with a red rose across her heart. So that was very specific. You notice how specific it was? Because I believe God wants to make sure that he's saying, look, this is you. This is you I want to minister to. Uh, There's a guy named Herb Marks uh, in Foursquare. He used to mentor. He could call out license plate numbers. I mean, his word of knowledge was so sharp that if the person didn't respond... He would say, look, God wants to touch you. And your license plate number is boom, 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 boom. One of my most 
One of our funnest stories, one of Ashley's funnest stories, is from Pastor Bobby Bell. When he showed up at a meeting, he was invited by my dad to... Uh, I know we've told the story, several of you, but you'll have to hear it again. Uh, hopefully I won't mess it up, babe, because I wasn't there. I just heard it. And so he was coming to a meeting. He thought he was coming to a meeting of all guys. Okay, you, that's a very important fact. And as he was praying, the Lord told him to tell something to someone named Christina Alvarez. He'd never met anybody. And so uh, he goes to the meeting and sees, oh, there's girls here. Well, that makes a little more sense now why God was talking to me about a Christina. <laughs> and so he introduces himself. He's, you know, Pastor Bobby, if you met him, he's very humble and gentle. And he says, your, is, your name is Christina. And he's like, and he's feeling her out. He's like, does your last name start with an A? She's like, yes. And everybody in the room starts paying a little more attention. You know, when God is showing something, we start, huh? And he says, is it something like Alvarez? and then like hello here's someone who's never met me who knows my name and then i don't know what did he do after that he he had a prophetic word for her and so you know what happens i mean the word of knowledge everybody was like god's going to do something see it raises our expectancy for that and so um you know sometimes you'll 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 see something so you'll you'll see a picture um Turn your notes over. This is another seer part is, you know, read like a newspaper. In other words, God will just, just put something across your, your mind's eye or your, your spiritual vision um, where you read like a ticker, ticker tape, it says. Um, a famous one is, is Jack Deere. If you've ever read the story, surprised by the, the voice of God. Jack Deere was a guy who believed all the gifts were not in operation. He was a cessationist. He believed that the Holy Spirit's gifts were only for the apostles. And then, then we got the Bible and that we didn't need them anymore. Okay? That's, don't understand that, but people believe that. <laughs> and so, uh, but he was sitting there counseling someone. And as he looked at the person, he saw pornography across their forehead. Of course, he didn't, believe, he didn't believe it, but he knew something was going on. But what was happening was there was a word of knowledge. And so he was able to minister to that person and was no longer a cessationist after that very soon. So <laughs> um, number three is feel. Sometimes you have sympath- sympathetic pain that's not your own. So if you're in a place where, again, this is, you know, I don't know if, when you get older if this is harder to tell or not, but... <laughs> You know, here, here's, here's how you know it's a word of knowledge. You share it and it should go away, okay? But sometimes God will give you pain or give you, maybe you'll sense in, in an area uh, where God wants to heal someone else. And they might be in the room. It might be somebody you're going to meet later that day. You don't know. It's, you know, God has to show you that. You have to sometimes search it out. Uh, sometimes you have to go to Golf Course Road and see what's going on. You have to, you have to take a step. And so... You know, if you have, you have that happening, some, some people, you might get around people and you have all kinds of pains. Like, God's been trying to use you to bring healing to people. Uh, you know, it's not just this pain going in and out, you know. If the pain doesn't go away, it's probably a pain you need healing from, okay? But if it goes away, uh, when you share it, that's a word of knowledge. Number four, I like this one. A general think. You just have a general impression. A Holy Spirit intuition. A, a, you know, just a knowing inside your spirit. You know, some, for some of us, that's the majority of the way that God speaks to us. We don't see things, but we just get a sense from God. And so it doesn't have to be, 
You don't have to wait for some, you know, your hand to start vibrating or your, your ear to start twitching. You know, God can just give you that impression and speak to you in your heart. Um, say, inspired speech. Uh, and this is one I've actually done, is when you're praying for someone, you suddenly find yourself, start praying for something else that they didn't ask prayer for that you shouldn't know about. Have you ever done that? You know, that's a word of knowledge. I mean, to me, that's probably why God has allowed me to use that gift that way, because that way I'm not thinking about it. I just pray and just go in with the flow, and then boom, God says, we're going to do something through you, you're not not even going to be paying attention. And so, you know, sometimes it's just, you know, as you're praying, you suddenly start praying for something else. Um, Number six, you might have a dream or a vision. God will show you something while you sleep at night, and you have to have your eyes open and you know, when you run into that situation, you go, okay, God, you want to do something here. So that's my teaching for the morning. Here's what I want to do. I'm going to ask some questions for some of you, uh, and I'm going to pick on the youth. So because they have, they, oops, I turned off my mic. Sorry. I'll just talk into this one for a second. So, okay, Kennedy, I need to ask you a question. Okay. So when... When you say you saw colors and a tutu and the Barbie aisle, like how how are you seeing that? What's you know? Tell us, tell us what's going on. Um. Well, it didn't come all together. It was split up, and I saw Barbies, and I was like, okay, that's weird. Then I saw like a toy aisle. I was like, okay, well that makes sense. It kind of connects. And I saw tutu, but it didn't have like a color. It was just, like, white, and it was out, and I was like, okay, that's really weird, and then um, I was, like, looking up, and I was looking around, I was like, okay, well, I'm done, and he's like, nope, and so I, like, was praying again, and I closed my eyes, and I saw purple, like, everywhere, and I was like, I'm colorblind. Okay, so when you, when you close, so you're saying you're praying, and you close your eyes, and you see something, it's like a picture in your head, is that kind of, is that kind of what you're saying? So that's kind of how God speaks to you. Um, who is who had the Shane? Did you have the star thing? Okay. How did how did God speak to you through that? Well, it was similar to that, but it was just a specific star, um, and it was an image uh, while I was praying with my eyes closed. Okay. Okay. Good. I'm just trying to get real practical here. Like in other words, they're praying and they're seeing an image in their mind. Uh, as they're asking God for his knowledge. Did, do you have something else? How did God direct you to Golf Course Road? I had both. I uh, saw, I had a picture too of the White House, and then I saw um, just like this field of green, and I know that sounds weird, but, and then I asked the Lord, I was like, okay, how does this relate? And he, the words, there is more of a sensing of, it was just like, boom, Golf Course Road, Church of Christ. So. Okay, so, you, so you saw some pictures, but then the way you interpreted it was you felt like God just kind of. Sp- Spoke to you. There's an impression in, in your heart. Babe, do you have anything on a word of knowledge that you want to share? Um, while John was sharing, I just remembered one time when I was I was with my friend Christina, and she was kind of in an interesting part of her life. And I remember sitting um, at a coffee shop downtown with her and, um, and seeing a word across her head, like right above her head. It was in yellow. Um, and I remember just like, like seeing the word and it was what unlocked, um, a conversation that needed to happen, uh, for her healing. 
I don't think I ever heard that before. Or I forgot, huh? That was cool. So, okay, so there's a great idea of seeing the picture. Somebody have something else. Anybody ever had sympathetic pain? In other words, you've, you've felt pain, and then it's been for someone else's healing. Has anybody had that? Ronnie? <laughs> you get to share. All right. T- tell us, just tell us about that and help, okay. help us understand. Well, like it... Like it's happening, it's happened like uh, this is for today. Okay. Now, I've, uh, this is concerning the colon, and it's, uh, it's a burning sensation down there. Does anybody in here have a colon? Raise your hand. <laughs> huh? Does anybody have a colon? We well, all got a colon, praise the <laughs> God. We better. <laughs> it's not a trick, trick, trick question. Uh, Caleb, uh, Caleb raised his hand. I know he did. I don't know. You know what? Praise the Lord. This is what I want everybody to do. Just put your hand on your stomach. That's going to represent your colon, all right? So, like, I've had a burning sensation down in there yesterday and today. And I believe it's for this morning. I believe it's for somebody. Whether it's cancer, God knows. He didn't tell me if it's cancer. He didn't tell. It's just a burning sensation there. It may be infirmity. Infirmity and cancer. uh, Infirmity will cover the whole, whole gamut there. So right now, somebody, oh, Lord. Come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for the words of wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for the faith that has grown today, even from the children, Heavenly Father, and from their adults, Heavenly Father. So we we have faith growing in each and every one of us. Now, concerning our colon, Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we bind and rebuke and we curse that infirmity it's trying to well up its head. Our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. So you get out of our body yeah. right this second, this colon right now, right now in Jesus' name. You line up with the Word of God and be healed. In Jesus' name, thank you for your blood. Thank you for your blood. Thank you for healing our bodies right now. Thank you for hearing our prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. So, how, but how did you know? You, your feelings... Your, you're feeling a burning sensation. Okay. All right. That's a great example right there, just to have one right in front of us. I love that. Pardon me? Was that for anybody? They may feel like that was you? I think it may be for me. So I had some, some issue. I'll just don't want to go into that. But <laughs> Who has a colon in here, huh? <laughs> Love that. I'm just going to receive it, Ronnie. I don't know if there's anything wrong with me or not, but. You know, sometimes I hear people that work operating words of knowledge will give words of knowledge and nobody will own up to it until after the service. <laughs> come up with that was me type of deal. But yesterday I was in my shop and I've got an old iPod play music and a song came up. Lord, you are more precious than silver. And I said, I wish we'd sing that church. I don't even think we have it. You know, God said, I'm going to play it, and there's going to be somebody there that I'm going to minister to, and for them to know that he's the thing that's greater than what they're pursuing. That they will pursue him. And so. Oh, that's cool. I like that. That's cool. 
somebody else. Anybody, ha- anybody having one right now, another one, that you have a word of knowledge of some sort, whether it's impression, a picture, or, uh, you're just thinking something that you sh- you're like, that's, that can't be me. You know, we've already had two, so that's cool. See, this is it. It doesn't have to be, woo You don't have to get all weird. You just have to let the Holy Spirit move. Amen. That's that's always an encouragement. I've been a worship leader too, so I, I love hearing that when somebody says <laughs> something like that. So that's especially when you know when the song is just out of nowhere and you haven't done it for a while and you're just like, Well, I will just sing that song. Um you know, sometimes maybe that's how I've operated word of knowledge, because there's sometimes I'd know we just had to sing a song for some reason. So anyway, there can be it can be a song maybe. So somebody else. Anybody ever had a dream and had it where you come true and you minister to someone through a dream? <laughs> you want to sh- can you share anything about it? Either one of you two? You're kind of shaking your head or you're kind of, you're kind of uh, uh, you've had it happen. How did you how did you know when you found did it just it was just like the dream? Yeah, you just have, it's like, I, I have lots of dreams. And so it is um, something where when I'm around that person, like I'll forget about it. But when that person's around, um, it's it, deals, it happens a lot with my clients that I see. And I'll have a dream and it's like prepared. And then I'll forget about it. And then when they come up, the Holy Spirit quickens that in me, like he's already given me the answer or whatever. And the same thing with hearing words too. Like I'll hear words when I'm ministering to people in my my clients or whatever. And, um, sometimes it usually, unfortunately, fortunately, I hear words of correction. Like, you know, like they've got, like you said, the pornography thing, like what this is going on in your life. And I think that that needs to be addressed. And so it's calling that sin out for it to be exposed. And so, right. Amen. Well, it's it's still positive. If God wants to work, it's positive. (laughs) It's, It's it's hard. It's hard. That's good. So, you want to say something about yours, babe? Um, a few months ago, I had a dream um, about a friend that I haven't seen in a long time. She And she's on Facebook, like she's a Facebook friend too. And um, I had a really specific dream about her and woke up like just, fe- just knowing she needed like encouragement. Um, and part of the dream was like the Lord pouring this encouragement down on her. So I just like sent her a Facebook message and said, hey girl, I had a dream about you. And like, I haven't talked to her and I, I haven't seen her probably since my wedding. Um, you know, so I, so I, I know I haven't talked to you in a while and this might be super weird, but I had a dream about you and I just really feel like this is what the Lord is saying. So know that I'm praying for you this morning. Um, and just like left it there. And she responded later in the day and said, you have no idea, um, that like I needed that this morning, the very instant when I woke up like that's that's exactly what I needed and so that was cool because it was not something that's normal for me 
it got my attention. When I have dreams about people specifically, that's when I usually know it's the Lord because I don't remember my dreams a lot. And so if I wake up like remembering somebody specific and it has to do with the Lord, that's kind of how I know that God is wanting to do something because that doesn't happen regularly. That's good. Um, I'm very mechanically minded and the Lord kind of correlates things that are in my life and I see in other people's lives with different chemical ways and mechanical ways that things work. I've even got like a little illustration that the Lord was showing me today. So, um, but, uh, there's a, there's a, uh, a compound bow, a hunting bow manufacturer called Matthews and his design for that, for his original design was, uh, inspired by the Lord. And so, you know, whatever, whatever the Lord had, the intentions for giving him that design, you know, we may not know, but you know, there, there was something going on there that, you know, he gave him that design, whether it be, you know, to build a ministry or whatever it was. So. Cooper, the man. Go for it. Well, I haven't really, I don't know if it's affected anyone before, but uh, once I have dreams, I usually remember them just a tiny bit in the morning and then forget about them. But uh, visions, it's usually later on in the future once I see them. And it's like I had no idea I had that, but I've never really seen people. I've seen objects. Like uh, one, it was we were in Disney World, and uh, we were leaving the Pirates of the Car- Caribbean exhibit, and I saw that big ship. I was like, whoa, I've seen that before, even though it was like my first time to Disney World. And I don't know if it's ever affected anyone, but I just thought it was really cool that uh, God had shown me stuff uh, the later on that would happen in my life. That's good. Yeah, sometimes God's speaking to us and we, we don't know it. And so that's one of the ways he speaks to us is dreams. There's been times when I've had dreams, that, but they were more like a, not always about a person or people, but about situations. And I know that it's, I feel like it's from the Lord because I continue to remember it during the day. And after that, and a lot of times I feel like it's warnings and praying about circumstances or situations uh, could involve people. Although I normally don't see their face or anything, I'll just see a situation and I'll pray about it. And, um, you know, it, it uh, sometimes comes in a dream. That's good. That's good. Sometimes a word of knowledge, I think, too, is... Uh is to get you to pray for something. So that's a, I don't think that's something we mentioned. Sometimes God reveals something to, so you can pray. I think that's, 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 that's one of the purposes too. Okay, I'm going to cross the chicken line. <laughs> okay, I, I can't say my dreams are worth much, but I'm very not, not confident in this area at all. But I want to just share this. Maybe I'm on the right track, maybe I'm not. We went and saw the movie, Do You Believe? Last night we managed to get out of the house and, uh, yeah, <laughs> and go see that. And there was, <laughs> yes, it is, <laughs> especially the second time around. <laughs> um, so there were so many messages in that movie, and it was really, really good. Um, 
But the one thing that stuck to me was the soldier that had the, you know, the mental stuff going on. And, um, yeah, that. <laughs> and um, I don't know anybody close to me that struggles with that. I don't even have anybody extremely close to me that is has been in the service. But when And I was a little bit late this morning, but when I got here, I heard a little bit of what Ashley was saying. So I felt like the Lord was putting something, some kind of connection there for me. Because out of all the stuff in the movie, that stuck with me because I've always seen those people as heroes, and we lift them up as heroes. But there's some struggles there that we're missing, even even by thanking them and telling them that they're heroes. I don't often think that they feel like they're heroes because of what they've done and what they've seen. And um, I just wanted to share that. I don't know what that's worth. <laughs> Hey, if you run into somebody this week, I can tell you, just all of us, if we run into someone who's struggling with PTSD, just pray for them right there, okay? God has highlighted that like three times today. So um, just that's, we should probably be aware this week, you know, if any of us run into that, God's trying to get our attention. So hey, this is pretty fun, huh? I like this. We go on for a long time. Um, but let's eat, huh? That's what my wife just said. Uh, <laughs> unspiritual um <laughs> so anyway i wanted to to kind of free us up i mean give us options for hearing god i mean sometimes we just need to and, and i believe there's you know if if you're either uh you're probably going to operate in 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 seeing or just hearing or knowing or or feeling i mean god may use you in several but if you're not a seer like me i'm not really like one of those dudes i, I just don't I don't see stuff. There's, I think just God uses different ways to communicate with you. So uh, don't be discouraged or don't, um, I don't know, because I, I get annoyed at those people seeing pictures all the time. It's like, what is going on in your head? Um, <clears throat> or what's going on in my head? You know, what's wrong with me? <laughs> I've got this blank slate here. Close my eyes, I see dark, right? <laughs> I saw something. I see a black cloud, you know? Okay. <laughs> But for those of us that are, you know, I'm, I'm here to encourage you that are not seeing something, God is still speaking to you. Maybe he's doing it through your prayer. Maybe he's going to use a different way, uh, but he's revealing stuff. And so um, before we close, we're going to do two things. Number one, um, if you say, man, I've never really operated in this gift, and I really feel like God wants me to, and I want to, uh, I want to do this probably every week for, the, for each gift we're doing Let's, can we lay hands on you? So if you say, I just need this, or I just want an increase uh, in this gift. If that's you, we want to we lay hands on people and believe that God's going to stir up that gift in you. So lift your hand up if that's, if that's you. Okay? All right. So if you've got somebody around you that has their hand up, especially those of you who shared stuff, let's lay hands on them. Let's... let's uh, just let's gather around. If you have your hand up, let's let's make sure somebody gets to you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We ask for increase. We ask for clarity. We ask for a release of the gifting of the power of the Holy Spirit right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for pointing it out. Go ahead and just release the presence and power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.